Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Real Talk. My name's Cameron. Let's get going. So, originally I wasn't going to plan on recording an episode today, but there's a certain, a certain, let's not call it a holiday, but a certain, a certain day today. Nothing that's been, nothing that happened, that's happened in the past, nothing that I ever hope happens in the future, but there's this little thing called National Rape Day. Yeah, you can you can tell by the moment of silence I just chucked that I really am concerned for the mental health of the people who even considered that this might have been a good idea. So, I'm going to talk about this, because it kind of pisses me off. I don't know exactly why it was created, but I know who created it. Two men in California, go figure, thought it would be a good idea to do a National Rape Day. Don't ask. I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't support it. When I heard about it, I was actually kind of confused. My main problem with all of this is I've actually seen more women talk about it. Literally, because it's all over TikTok. I scroll through TikTok and all I see is women talking about it. I haven't seen a single man say anything about it. Nothing. So it, it's kind of, it kind of like, it's, so it's getting all of its publicity, it's getting all of its boost, it's getting all of this shit from women. Uh, yeah, I, like, I, I understand you hear about it and you want to post something about it and be like, yo, this, this shit ain't cool. And I'm like, no, this shit ain't cool. Like, what kind of sick psychopath has to, would have the audacity to try and do something like this and hope it would actually not cause a lot of backlash and a lot of problems for him. Because from what I understand, the guy's in jail now because he's basically like, oh, we're going to go out on April 24th and you're, and men can go and do whatever they want to whoever. Sorry, buddy, that's not how it works. Now... Looking back on the last few weeks, because, I mean, there's been a build-up to it, and I'd say the build-up's kind of gone over the last few days. People have been posting these memes, like these TikToks, and they're like, men want to have their National Rape Day. Well, then, and then they were posting pictures. I can't remember who it is, but it's a fairly famous um, female who is in jail for something, and they're posting pictures and kind of imitating what she a picture that she had put that was posted of her and i'm like okay the sheer mention of it is just bringing unneeded attention to an already obnoxious and stupid day that quite frankly doesn't need any more of a boost than it already has because yeah when it first came out when people first started hearing about it it was everywhere it was like oh my god there's this oh my god this is happening oh my god april 24th oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm like okay one I've seen one man talk about this and actually promote it. Two, I've seen more women talk about it and say how it's wrong and how it's like illegal. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's illegal. But why the fuck are we talking about it? Like, why are you posting 37 fucking videos on one thing? It's A, it's obnoxious. B, as I've said in the past, it brings unneeded attention to an already obnoxious situation. D, it's just not necessary. Like, the amount of men out there 
that are actually going to either A, see it, are low. B, know what the day is, is low. C, care enough to continue watching all the way to the end to figure out what exactly you're trying to do, is low. It It's not going to happen. Like, I don't... And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but... I don't understand why day after day after day after day it's always females who keep posting it's like this national if this national rape day happens if this happens if this happens if this happens and i understand it kind of goes along the lines with the whole misogynistic and sexism and feminism and all that shit everyone's like oh my god there's so many misogynists in the world oh my god there's so many sexists there's so many um feminists there's so many people out there that dislike females and would do anything they can to end them okay cool so let's talk about that. Now, this one was actually kind of mentioned to me to talk about. So I'm going to talk about it. So, and this is an issue that probably stems back into like the 17, 16, 1700s. Because back in early days, like early days before I, before even my great grandparents were alive, the woman was always the caretaker. The woman was always the one that stayed home and took care of the house. They took care of the house. They took care of the kids. They cooked. They cleaned. They washed the dishes. They washed the clothes. They did all of that. And the man was the one that went out and made the money. That's how that's how it was back in not even so long ago, like in the early 1900s. Because I know my, my grandparents, my great-grandparents lived like that. My great-grandma was always the one that stayed home did the cooking and cleaning and took care of the family. My grandma stayed home, did the cooking and cleaning and took care of my dad. My grandma, my grandpa was out working six month contracts, working tower cranes. He made money. She took care of my dad. All worked well. But I guess people are hearing about history and history is kind of starting to catch up with people who are kind of letting it go over their head and, Oh, what's this? Oh, history. Oh my God. Oh, I never knew. Oh my God. And it's, I wouldn't say it's disturbing that they don't understand history, but it's concerning that they don't understand history. I mean, it's very concerning. Um, yeah. So that's that's that. Now, in the early in the early two thousands, obviously, women's women's rights, even before that, women's rights movements started breaking out. People were kind of going, "Hey, women women need more rights." Females need more of this. They need more of that. They need to be able to get an entry-level job on the same grounds as a male. Like, they should be able to have the same, like, get the same experience, get the same qualifications, and have the same shot to get a high-power job, like a, like a CEO of a company. And unfortunately, there are there are the people out there that are kind of like, no, this is, this is going against everything that our grandparents did raise our parents, like, they're trying to change history. They're trying to change society from what it was. And I'm like, well, we're in 2020. Society really does need to change because, quite frankly, I'm not going to live a life where I tell my wife, hey, stay home and do all the house chores while I go out and make six figures. It, no, that's just not how it's going to work. Is that how it works with my family? Partially because my mother can't work, but that's a different story. Um, and th this opens up a whole, whole other, whole other stem of issues. And it, it all ranges around social media because 
in the last, I'd say, maybe two years, it's really kind of become a prudent force where people are like, females are being oppressed. They need equal rights. They need equal pay. They need all of this stuff. Like, you can't have a male CEO making $950,000 and a female CEO making $250,000 because they're saying, oh, it's sexist, it's misogynistic. No, it's not. It's people that can't move on from the past. Is it, is it slightly sexist? Yes. Is it misogynistic? No. Because some people go around throwing the misogynism term around and not knowing what the hell misogynism even means. So I'm going to give you a definition. So misogynistic is a strong is a strong prejudice against women, and that's that's exactly what it is. That's the definition. Misogyny is the hatred of, contempt for, or prejudice against women or girls. So in a way, they're, in a way, they are kind of right. Sorry, in a way, they are kind of right, but in in another sense, they're kind of wrong. It's. They're going after people that live based on how they were raised. They're going off on people who are working and living and running their companies based on how they were raised. And obviously, it's not going to change in a matter of days. It's going to take a few years. It's going to take a few years for shit like this to change. Why? Because there's so many people from older generations, like from the mid to late from the mid to late 90s, that still function like that. And there's not you're not going to change that right away. I mean, it's, it's like everything. It's, it takes seven days to make a habit, but it takes 21 to break it. Like in history, it takes a few days to make a habit, and it'll take a couple centuries to break it. Especially when you've lived like that for decades, for centuries, for like seven, eight, nine decades, 90, 90 to 100 years. That's a lot of time of living a certain way to break. And does it need to change? Yes, I've said that before, and I'll say it again. It needs to change. I'll agree with that wholeheartedly. But as I said again, it won't change overnight. And the the disturbing part is how many people kind of go and say, oh, this needs to change right now, or every man in the world is a misogynist. Absolutely not. It's those people that I have no respect for, and it's those people that I can never understand or support. Like, I support, I support women. I have female friends. I don't have a girlfriend because I'm lonely as hell. I support my friends who are females. I support them in every way, shape, or form. Especially when they're being, feeling like they're being oppressed by whether either their boyfriend, their employer. I'll be like, no, this is not how it works. She's equal to me. Sure, she's a little bit more annoying, but she's an equal to me. So shut your mouth and treat her the same. Simple. Um, but now there's these big movements coming around. And it's like, and I'm going to go deep with this one. I was planning on saving this one for another episode. But while I'm on the topic of it, kill all men. Yeah, that's a thing. So people are going around on TikTok and they're saying, kill all men, do this, do that, do this. Men deserve this. Men don't deserve any of this, yada, yada, yada. And then they go and backtrack and say, oh, I say kill all men, but I don't mean all men. I'm going to I'm gonna hope I don't have to dis- go through the definition of all. But trust me, if I need to, you know what? You know what? I will. So all, used to refer to the whole quantity or extent of a particular group or thing. All men, every man. They're saying kill all men, meaning kill every man living on this earth today. And the disturbing part about this trend is it actually made 
unfortunately, two teenage boys commit suicide on a TikTok live and said, the, the kill all men trend told us to do this, so we're doing it. And they took their lives on alive. And that kind of was the last straw for a lot of people, especially males. And I mean, some females that don't, that didn't support from the beginning were going after the people that are like, well, kill all men, kill all men, men don't deserve this. They're taking away our, li our civil liberties and rights. Okay, you're taking, okay, maybe we're taking your civil li rights and liberties, but a trend that you either created or support took the lives of two men. I don't know if that was your goal to watch two innocent teenagers kill themselves or. I don't know, but it's disturbing, it's disgusting, and it's pain. it was painful to hear about that. Because it was all over the news. It was all over social media, it was all over the news. Two teenage men take their lives to follow through with the, with the KAM trend. I saw that, I was disgusted. I was upset, I was sad, I was angry, I was disgusted. And people, and there's still people out there that support this trend, provided they get a whole shit ton of hate. And they're, like, hate ranging from, you're disgusting, you're a fucking asshole, you're... Like, you're a hypocrite, you're useless, maybe you should go kill yourself on live and see how it makes your friends feel. I'm like, oh my god, okay, chill. But, yeah, people that still support this trend are disgusting. They need to get a life, they need to realize that you can't go around and say kill all men because you're unhappy with how history has treated women. It's history, you can't change it. Sucks to suck, if you feel like you can, sorry, you can't. Oh, God. I did get that one off my chest. <laughs> um, going back to kind of the, the, the civil liberties and equal rights for men and women, there's, there's people going there during the WNBA, not the WNBA, well, yeah, the WNBA, the WNBA and the NCAA Women's March Madness Tournament. People were like, why don't they get, why don't they get the same stuff? Why don't they get all of this? Well, here's this. So the NBA through 2021, through 2019, the 2019 and the 2020 season, they generated a, a net revenue of 7.92 billion, not million, billion dollars. That's a lot of money, which is why they can pay their top athletes 200 something million dollars over a five year contract. And then you have the WNBA revenue. The WNBA only generated about $60 million. So that's about 1% of what the NBA generated. And people are like, well, why can't they just like donate some? Two different companies, two different leagues. The Women's National Basketball Association is not governed or managed by the same company that governs and manages the NBA. See, the NBA... The NBA commissioner is Adam Silver. Hang on, I might actually have gotten this wrong. And the WNBA commissioner is Kathy Engelbert. No clue who the hell that is. And that's that's part that's partially why. No one watches women's basketball. Is that, is that a problem? No. People don't take an interest in women's basketball. And you can't change that. Like you can't say, like, oh my god, you watch men's basketball, you have to go watch women's basketball. And you, like you can't watch men's basketball if you don't watch women's basketball. And people are like, if you do that, you're a misogynist or you're sexist. No. Because I've watched women's basketball games and sorry, they suck. And I'm being wholeheartedly here. They suck. There's some games where they're running around, chasing the ball, shooting it up, and they miss by like 10 feet. And then you have like these NBA stars that shoot and they get like seven, eight, nine shots in a row. And not to say, well, 
No, I, I am going to say it. There is a major skill difference here. There, are, some people say, oh, they're just less motivated because they like they make less money. Well, trust me, if they made more money, you think they'd be any more motivated? Like there's guys out there that make like fifty million dollars a year. Like there was a thing going around. It's like Steph Curry makes more money taking a shit than some WNBA players do in an entire season. And I'm like, well, revenue, sure. Um, skill, yeah, because Curry is probably one of the best, if not the best, modern basketball player of, in his own right, of course. And then. I lost my train of thought. So, going back onto that, you have NBA and WNBA players. Sure, they have their own superstars. They have their own skill sets and their own rights. So you have LeBron James, you have Giannis, you have Curry, you have Kawhi. You have all of these big name players that are making big, big contracts, like fifty to sixty million dollars a year to play what is it, 82 games? And then you have people like Subert. Subert is quite often compared with LeBron. She has played played in the league the same amount of time as LeBron. She has won the same amount of championships championships as LeBron. She has been an all-star the same amount of times as LeBron. But she makes about 10% of what he makes. Um... So, Subert's salary is $221,000. That's still a lot of money. Like, don't get me wrong. In a year, that's a lot of money. And you have LeBron James's salary. He's making $39.22 million in a year. In a year. That's a lot of money. Like, and he's not even the highest paid NBA player. Like I think the high the highest paid NBA player right now is Steph Curry, and he makes forty three million dollars a year, and that's not even the highest paid athlete. Let's see, the highest paid athlete, Roger Federer, tennis, out of thirty, he makes one hundred and six million dollars a year. That is fucking insane. Like that's wild, man. And that's the highest paid male athlete. Like the top ten highest paid male athletes, the lo- out of the let's go eight of eight eighth of thirty is Lewis Hamilton. He's a Formula One driver and he makes seventy two million dollars. Seventy two million dollars. Let's see, highest paid female athlete. Let's see, highest- Naomi Osaka. Okay, so she's a tennis player. I'm not. Let's see how much money she makes. So Naomi Osaka is the highest-paid female athlete of in 2020, and I think yeah, her her yearly her her salary in 2020 was 37.4 million dollars, which is still a lot of fucking money, and that's just not that's not just from her time playing tennis. That's from sponsorships. That's from endorsements. That's from all of the shit she signs. Like, the deals these guys sign with Nike, with Adidas, with Under Armour, with 
all of these major companies that pay them a huge amount of money to use their name and promote products with their name attached to them. It's like, it's actually kind of funny. The, the top nine are tennis players, which is kind of, which is actually kind of hilarious, but you can, you can really see the difference. The highest paid female athlete makes $37.4 million and the highest paid male athlete makes, makes almost 110. So people, so I, I, I get, I get the argument. I get the argument and I support the argument, but you can't in good faith go around and start saying, but they deserve to make the same amount of money. Sure. They deserve to make the same amount of money, but can they be paid the same amount of money? Like, can the WNBA afford to pay these women 30 to 30 to $40 million a year? No, because they don't make that much money. They don't like, they make 60 million, but like, their 2020 revenue was $60 million, $60 million. So they have to make $60 million of revenue split between however many teams there are, and however many players there are, because they have to pay staff. They have to pay the management staff for each team. They have to pay support staff. They have to pay the players. They have to pay the arena staff. Well, actually the arena staff get paid in their own right, but you get the point. Whereas the NBA, they make billions of dollars. Like $7 billion is a lot of money for a lot of players. That's a lot of money for a lot of players. So they can afford to give them these two and three hundred million dollar contracts over a six year span because they have the money. And that's the one thing that these people keep overlooking. And I understand your frustration. I understand that you're mad and you're like, but that's not equal. It doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, it does. Unfortunately, these leagues don't have the money to pay big bucks, to pay all star players, to pay these superstars millions of dollars. Like soccer like Champions League or Premier League or all of these big-name soccer teams, they have hundreds of millions of dollars to pay players like Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi all of this money compared to, like, women's teams that don't, A, get a lot of TV time, B, don't get a lot of ticket sales, C, stadiums are significantly smaller, D, not as many brand deals. Like, female sports teams, they're lucky to get a small deal with Nike, let alone have, like, they're, like, they're, they're lucky to be accepted by some of these brands, let alone you have these companies like Under Armour, who literally approached Curry and is like, can you, will you sign with us? Like, can you sign with us? This is what we'll do for you. This is how we'll do it. This is what you'll get from it. And he's like, Yes compared to these female athletes that kind of have to go, will you sign me to a brand deal so I can get my product out there? A lot of times they'll say no. A lot of times they'll say no, and that's where the problem lies. Because you have a lot of these companies that are ran by men who have the ability to sign these people and just kind of say, no, no, we have, we have better things to waste our money on. So there's arguments and there's no arguments. The argument to be made has to be backed up with credible facts. Like you can't just go and say, oh, the WNBA can easily pay their players this much money compared to the NBA who can pay who can probably take some take some money away. They're gonna pay they're gonna pay what they can pay based on the amount of revenue, which is why there's this thing called cap space. Each team is given a cap per year by the league, and they cannot exceed that cap because that's the amount of money the league has allocated them to spend on players. That includes pre-existing contracts, trade deals, so so when they trade a player, they're picking up what's left of their contract and throwing it into their cap. And if it goes over their cap, they have to start 
like designating players for assignment. They have to start looking for trades. They have to start sending players for cash. Like they have to do all of this shit to stay within their cap. They're restricted. Like, don't think these players can, like, these teams can just go and be like, oh, you want a $300 million contract? Here you go. I mean, baseball's a complete opposite, like, the complete opposite, because they're signing $400 million deals over 15 years, when in reality, they're like, okay, a $400 million deal over 15 years, that's like 30-something million dollars a year. That's still a lot of fucking money, but you get the point. So, don't, like... I'm not going to say females are dumb, but there are some out there that completely overlook the bigger picture and try to make themselves sound like the smartest people on the planet. Sorry, come back down to earth. You're not. You're ignoring the fact that a team can only pay people based on the league's income. Brands can only pay players based on the amount of sales for their respective product. Like if a, Le- like if Le- like if a LeBron shoe doesn't sell and a release flops. He's not going to get any. He's not going to get any fucking money because Nike put all this money into the launch and with LeBron's name attached to it. And they're like, "Oh, sorry, your launch did absolutely jack shit. We made no front money from it. You don't get shit. You don't get fuck all. Why? Because your launch flopped because no one bought your shit. They can only pay them what they can only pay them a lump sum of what they make from a certain launch. So if it flops, they don't get fuck." And I, I, that's that's my main beef. So I just well, I want people to actually open their eyes and do deep digging and pay attention to what they're talking about it to what they're talking about before they start talking about it and get ripped to shreds by people who actually look at the facts. And I'm the kind of person that'll go on Facebook, that'll go on Twitter, that'll go on Instagram, that'll go on TikTok, and I'll start ripping these people to shreds. Because they're idiots, they're dumbasses, and they go around, they're like, but this is right, this is why, and this is why, and this is what they're not doing, and this is why they should be doing it. Sorry, you're wrong, read the facts, and then try again. And then, we're usually the ones that get criminalized, and they're like, you're just a misogynist, you feel like women shouldn't get equal pay. Never once said that I didn't feel like women should get equal pay, I said it's hard for them to get equal pay. And then you have these athletes, like, I don't remember her name, because I don't even listen to it anymore, because... It's the same story over and over again. They're like, we're going to protest equal pay. Okay. You're going to protest equal pay. That makes yourself, A, look like a dumbass. Because you're protesting something that isn't going to change overnight. Like, they can't go and start taking money from space. They don't have the money to pay you all of this money. They don't. It's physically impossible to give you money that they don't have. That's what people don't understand. And that's what really pisses me off. I understand the like I said, I, I understand what these athletes are trying to do and what they're coming from and where they're coming from and why they want this to change. Because it, it like I'm sorry, there are female athletes out there that could kick anyone's ass. And that's being said wholeheartedly because I am the worst friggin' athlete in the planet. So I like but yeah. I don't know. That's a little bit of a rant that I had to go on because you know I'm sick of getting shit on on TikTok because people think we're criminalizing everyone because we feel like it shouldn't be this way. It 100% should. It 100% should. And it 100% should be. Unfortunately, and I've, I know I've said this 100,000 times, it's not going to change overnight. It's not going to change overnight. A few years in the future, like, 
six, seven, eight, nine, ten years in the future, like 2030, who knows? These leagues can be making a lot more money and be able to start increasing their players' salary cap, which would be a good thing to see. But it's not, like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. It won't happen overnight. And it's not going to happen because some people say, we're just going to go and start rioting because you don't have the money to pay us more. Think about that for a second. Anyway, I'm done ranting. This episode was kind of just me going on another little rant. Because there's shit on my chest that I want to burn. There's shit on my chest I want to get rid of. And I just want to talk. I want to talk. I wanted to sit down, record a podcast, and get some shit off my chest. I'll probably record a few more today because the whole social justice thing is starting to spiral way out of control. And God forbid, I'm going to go a whole hour on that shit. So... If you've been listening, if you've been listening to these thus far, I appreciate it. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram. It's at underscore Real Talk Podcast underscore. I'll be more than happy to connect with you guys and hear your suggestions on anything you want me to talk about or anything you want me to ask my friends about. Because God forbid, I have a few of them. They have their opinions, and I'd actually love to get them on get them on a podcast so they can kind of run down what they feel and where they stand on all of these issues. Anyway, that's it for today's episode. My name's Cameron. This has been Real Talk. Goodbye.